Magazine with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 640. And this is. Conrad. What, oh, what wow. is this? And August. KFI and WFI. Come on, come on, yeah. guys. Come on now. <laughs> what is today's. Hey, no, day? We, our goal, Jeff, and I was thinking about this. I was just thinking about this. Our goal is to get to the other Conrad. If we can get to 1240, we'll be doing really good. <laughs> uh, there you go. I, I, what is this? August the 11th already. Yeah. 2022. Yep. We've got a lot of news as you guys are trying to deviate from the script. But as we have a lot <laughs> of news. And, we yeah, what get script? It. You didn't get that script? I thought so. No. I thought so. All right, Jeff, take it away. All right. Thank you very much, Bill. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. And we'll follow it up with uh, Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes. And, of course, we've got a feature. And this feature is an interview that Bill Sparks is going to do, of course, with the rest of the gang here, with our own Bernie Egan. Our classic air check takes us to Charlotte, North Carolina. And they had a classic Top 40 radio, which everyone knows about, and that's W-A-Y-S-A-M, 610 on the dial, from November 13, 1966. And the radio announcer is Ron Brandon. And, of course, I wanted to tell you that our featured station segment it relates to this and i have to thank doug our own doug huntsiger dj doug who suggested i I put this radio station on the air it's waiz it's a small station in hickory north carolina they try to emulate the sound of waiz in charlotte north carolina not the format per se but the sound with some of the jingles that they've kind of cobbed together and the radio station has something that's just a bit different Every day is sponsored by a different advertiser. They don't have tons of commercials. You'll hear one advertiser for the whole day. And that's the radio station we're going to be doing. All in all, I think you have a pretty good show this week. We'll talk a little bit about some ratings and stuff going on in Indianapolis that we didn't get to talk about in our radio news after the radio news segment. So, all in all, I think we've got a pretty good show coming up this, this uh, fine, uh, fine Thursday evening. Pretty soon, this show is going to be known as Indiana All Things Radio. Even though I'm in Florida. It used to be New York. Now it's Indiana. Now it's Indiana. We had to take it back from New York. My neighbor across the street who's going to bring my mail in and stuff while I'm gone or down the street. He said he went to, he's from New York, and there's a place, a pub down here real close. And it's called Fox Bros. And, of course, it's from New England. He said he went right. to go to the restroom. And the urinal has a New York Yankee in where you go to the bathroom. So he said he never <laughs> went. Never oh. went. He never <laughs> went back to that uh, restaurant again. Oh, now, come on. Yeah, uh, a little yeah. fun, a little fun. A little fun, a little fun, a little fun. Well, Bernie, <laughs> we got just a couple quick things for Indy, and we'll get it. 
real quick, and I was saddened to see this longtime Indianapolis broadcaster, 28 years, Eric Berman, losing yes. his job before, yeah. and they said there wouldn't be any change. Yeah, right. Huh. They always say that. Right. Companies always say that. As I said to Bill earlier, I, I believe, as how do I say it? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, no one could really know what's going on in the minds of the heads of both of these companies, but I will say that this is just the tip of the iceberg. That's all I can say. I right. agree. Yeah, um, I think I yeah. agree. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they, they've already, are, the, what, what the key word was, we are, we are cutting back because there are people that Urban One doesn't need. Of course, you know, will they, how much are they going to put into the Indiana News Network or the Indiana Network, which, which they've inherited by buying this, you know, the radio properties of Emmis? You know, no one really knows what's going on. And they're, they're pretty closed-mouthed about what's happening initially. A lot of times in stations, oh, yeah. so, there's a lot of leakage. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a sale of a radio station, and we knew about what was going on. Back, even, this, this even goes back to the 70s, mm. where WHM was owned by Meredith Corporation. They're the, they're the company that owned Field and Stream Magazine. And they owned a bunch of radio and TV stations. And when they sold WHN, they, they kept saying no job losses. But everyone knew who was going. And the people that and it got out, because I was, I was hanging around with the radio circles, being in college radio, and, and some of the people worked at WHN. And we all knew who was going to get fired. And, and it turned out to be the worst-kept secret out there. So, And you knew it was kind of going to happen. But it, it's still a shock after... 28 years because they made yeah, story. I was surprised they let him go, really. I mean, they let some engineers go, and I get that because you don't, you know, you already have a group of engineers in theory, and you don't need that many more engineers. And but, didn't they uh, also let to let go some people who also worked in the, in the digital area for Emmis because the, uh, Urban One has people doing the work on their digital systems yeah. as well. So, so they let go. They didn't let go. The, but the big thing that the radio column said is that that the only one that the listeners would would know who, were let, who was let go was uh, was was the guy uh, Eric Berman. So he'll probably get a yeah, job with a TV true. station or something. He'll probably do all right if he wants to. You know, yeah, he, there just aren't a lot of places for a news person to go in Indianapolis. Yeah, and, and that's he, pretty common. And he, that's I mean, he did stay in Indiana. He came he came to uh, MS Broadcasting after working at Wawa and uh, and uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, is what the article Ooh. said. So. But he specialized in the legislature and, you know, yes. state politics, and maybe they find they don't have a place for that coming up in That's the That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Unless he can syndicate it to smaller stations where, so that he's a reporter there in the Capitol and, you know, get it to enough local stations. You have, there's a guy here named Kevin McNicholas that mm -hmm. I hear on WATD sometimes, and he will, I don't know how often they run him, but he comes in with reports from the state house. You know, not that the state's really small, but you know, for the smaller places in Terre Haute or the little towns, they might think that'd be pretty cool to get reports from the state house every. He might do something online too, because well, you know, I mean, right. all, all of this is speculation, and only Eric Berman knows what's going to happen at this point. So, I mean, it'd be, right. it'd be foolish for us to really keep speculating like this. Right, but with the contacts he might have in the state house, he might be really valuable. Right, to and I think the other thing so, is this sale's going to go maybe through quicker than what we think because they expect a decision by the end of the month from the FCC and I've not seen them turn one down yet. No. Uh, no. Again, the, the big thing that they're doing to, to forego any antitrust or any problems with the FCC is by getting rid of that station. Um, is it WHHH, the one that's going to sell to that Bible yeah. Broadcasting Group? So they already know that. 
that's going to be an FCC worry that they don't have to worry about because the FCC is certainly not going to be giving them a problem on that. So that'll, that'll right when I, when I sale. get home on Saturday, I can fire up 96.3, and it probably hasn't changed yet. Not yet, but it not will. Not yet. No. But it will be. I wonder if I'll be able to do what I did the last time and go up and down the FM dial and nothing had changed. <laughs> yes. Yes, you will. Huh? Yeah. I'll make so, it easy for you. you oh, will. good. Good. <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing had changed yet. Still so, up and down the FM dial. Wow. <laughs> well, well, we'll do that on on saturday if we get our flight out on time you never know about that right. but we do know it's time for the award-winning news episode 640 whoever thought there would be 640 of these <laughs> you know one day jeff this will be on that archive.org you know, it will be. Yeah. Jeff, yeah. Just, just a question. Have you always, every every time, all 640 of you said it's, it's been a busy week in radio? I've always said it because it, every time I think it's not going to be a busy week, it tends <laughs> to be I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just asking, you know, just yeah. a good yeah. trivia question. All right, have you ever done one of these episodes and you were mad going in or not in a good mood or not really no? really yeah. even with all the ups and downs I've had in my life over the past you know 14 years that we've been doing this almost it really hasn't been that way I've always been able to separate that that's not always so easy well, to do but I've done it so well, I know I had to hire yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael just to hold your hand to keep you going through those times back yeah, in so we'll 2014. Yeah, we feature we broadcast a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, here you go, Jeff. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. More radio groups report their second quarter revenue results. There's lots of news on the morning radio front. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and more major radio groups reported their second quarter revenue results. In the case of Urban One, their second quarter revenue results grew 10.4% to $118.4 million. This compared to last year at this time, where their revenue results were $100. $7.5 million, while broadcasting and digital grew 11%. Saga Communications also reported their second quarter revenue results, and they were up 6.3% to $29.8 million. Last year at this time, their revenue was $28 million. Another company reporting their second quarter revenue results was Odyssey. Their revenue grew 5% to $319.4 million. While broadcast revenue was flat, their digital revenue was up 13%. But Odyssey has another problem. They're in danger of being delisted by the New York Stock Exchange because their stock price is below $1 per share. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. iHeartMedia also reported their second quarter revenue results and they were up 11% to $954 million. Last year at this time, their revenue was $861 million. And if you break that down, broadcast revenue grew 2.7% because of higher spot <coughs> revenue. Salem Media also reported their second quarter revenue results and they were up 7.7% to $68.7 million. Last year at this time, their revenue was $68.3 million. In other news, let's see what's happening on the morning radio front from Boston, Massachusetts, New York City, Dallas, Texas, and Toronto, Ontario. In Boston, Massachusetts, after the abrupt retirement of Matty Siegel in the morning this past May, the morning team of Billy Costa and Lisa Donovan have been made permanent at WXKS. Billy Costa and Lisa Donovan have been with Matty in the morning for many, many years. Now they're the permanent morning hosts of the new Kiss Morning Show, Bill and Lisa 
Heard mornings on radio station WXKSFM in Boston, Massachusetts. In New York City, Odyssey has finally added the new morning show to its lineup at radio station WXBKFM 94.7 The Block. They've hired Miss Jones to do the morning show. Miss Jones comes to this radio station after working for many years in the early 2000s at radio station WQHTFM in New York City at the time, which was owned and operated by Emmis Broadcasting. WXBKFM broadcasts a classic hip-hop format. Another news, Odyssey has cut ties with Jeff Miles and Rebecca Black, who had been hosting mornings at radio station KLUV-FM. In a social media post, Jeff Miles says that, unfortunately, their morning team was not the proper fit for radio station KLUV-FM. We'll let you know about a new morning show for this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Finally, let's move to Toronto, Canada, where Chorus Broadcasting has cut ties with morning host John Derringer, who had been doing the morning show at radio station CILQ-FM for the past 22 years. John Derringer has been accused of gender discrimination, and according to investigations, Chorus Entertainment knew about the problem with John Derringer, but did nothing about it. Well, he's gone from the radio station, and the folks at Course Entertainment will be providing information on a new morning show for this radio station in the future. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Say so long to the Christian programming that was heard on Up FM 98.3 WBCG-FM in Fort Charlotte, Florida. <clears throat> iHeartMedia has dropped the Christian programming in favor of classic rock. The station is using voice tracking from iHeart's national personalities. Voice tracking in the morning would be held down by Dave Gunner, who works at radio station WFBQ-FM in Indianapolis and Indiana. Maria Molina will be voice tracking middays. Maria Molina works at radio station WAXQ-FM in New York City. Afternoons will be held down by Ken Dashauer, who also works at radio station WAXQ-FM in New York City. Nights will be held down by Big Rig, who voice tracks the show from radio station WXTB-FM in Tampa, Florida. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, the number one-ranked radio station is WLTW-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WAXQ-FM with a class rock format and finally the number three rank radio station in new york city is wcbs fm with a classic hits format in los angeles california things are status quo with the number one two and three rank radio stations the number one rank radio station is krth fm with a classic hits format the number two rank radio station is kost fm with an adult contemporary format and finally the number three rank radio station in los angeles california is kbig fm with a hot adult contemporary format in chicago illinois the number one rank radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WLIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WBEZ-FM with a news talk format. In San Francisco, California, things are also status quo with the number one, two, and three rank radio stations. The number one rank radio station is KQED-FM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KCBS-AM with an all-news format. And finally, the number three rank radio Radio station in San Francisco, California is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KLNO-FM with a regional Mexican format. The number two rank radio station is KZPS-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KDGE-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KMJQ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Houston, Texas is KSBJ-FM with a Christian CHR format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rank radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WALR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WSB-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, things are also status quo with the number one, two, and three rank radio stations.
The number one ranked radio station is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WMGK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WMMR-FM with rock format. Out of Long Island, the number one ranked radio station is WBAB-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WAXQ-FM, also programming a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out of Long Island is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. In Riverside, California, the number one ranked radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is one which I've never seen before, and that's KSGN-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Riverside, California is KLYY-FM with a Spanish format. In San Jose, California, the number one ranked radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station, and this is one I've also never seen before, that's KLRK-FM with a contemporary Christian format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Jose, California is KCBS AM with its all news operation. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one ranked radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WAXQFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out of New Jersey is WKXWFM with a talk personality format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Back on top again is Progressive Insurance at number one. Followed by Indeed, Upside, Swiffer, and DuckDuckGo. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. No, no problem. Well, of course, I wanted to go through those radio stations in Indianapolis, Indiana, because they, they, who knows what's going to happen as, as, the, as the months go by. Number wow. one radio station is WJ, WJJK-FM with a classic hits format. Number two is WIBC-FM with its talk format, news talk format. Number three is <coughs> WYXP-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number four, th- the, number, the next radio rank radio station is WLHK-FM. That's with the country format. Now, the two of the, all, all of those stations, with the exception of WJJK, are owned and operated, at least until now, by MS, by MS Broadcasting. Well, that no, is true. Uh, true. And notice they're up there towards the top, but if you'll scan down through those, and not too far down, there's a surprise that popped out at me at 923 which is a rock yeah. station out of Bloomington, 92.3, kicking. They're really taking numbers. And somebody is going to do something with that station in reference to Indianapolis one of these days. That is a, that's probably the strongest station in the state, I think. How well does it get but into why, the... Uh, why, wouldn't they, why wouldn't they just leave it the way it is right now? It's, it's really moving up. Well, they probably will for now, but... You know, it's it's it could do so much more, maybe, but how well it's doing is great. How far is Bloomington from Indianapolis? It's about mm-hmm. about fifty miles. Fifty miles. Okay, but it gets in there good, huh? Oh, good. Well, it's got a it's got a transmitter and tower in a, a town called Trafalgar, which is uh-huh. about twenty miles. Okay. 
But it's been grandfathered in, and so it it gets out really well. You I can mean, get it all over the state. Pretty much, you can get them in Richmond. You can get it in Terre Haute. You can get it in towns like Seymour, North Vernon, all over the state. I mean, it is really powerful. On good days, you yeah, can only, get them in Evansville. The only place you can't get it is when you get up around uh, Fort Wayne because they've got a ninety-two-three there. Right. But I've gotten that ninety-two-three on Sporadic E before in Fort Wayne. Yeah. But, wow. It was WFWI when I got that. But it's a yeah, strong station. But notice the fan. It's doing exactly what I told you it would do last year. Without some real good signal, they're way down there at 2.4. My, how, the, how they've fallen. And I know it's the Colts haven't started yet. They're doing a lot of talk. But still, that's not good for that station. The ball's coming, so they'll be fine then. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. No baseball there, so yeah. it's always well, hard if you don't have a. That station is, is actually a 2.4 in, in, in July, but in April they they were a 2.6. So they are, they, 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 they're not, they not down to the bottom, though, but they, but they definitely don't no, have a. No, they're not at the bottom. No, they're not at the bottom, but they could do. But you, I'm just saying, and I'm just saying, two translators. Are not going to do as much as one good signal. Maybe yeah, I don't do know. not a station make. Yes, right. this oh, is just true. my opinion, and that's all it is. It's just no, one great right. station, two bad signals. Yeah. They they know more than I do, but I can remember. And these translators, I remember when they took ninety three five off because there was a station in Muncie or near the thought that was being interfered with, and they had to re-engineer that tower. And so, you never know about translators and in those kind of things. But we'll see. Of course, during that time, their AM was still on the air too. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We're talking about Bloomington. I have a friend of mine who lives in Bloomington, and I'm supposed to maybe go down in October or November. I'm not sure, but I'm definitely going to be flying down to Bloomington uh, or flying into Indianapolis. He'll pick me up in Indian. We'll see what happens when I get down there. Uh, you 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 can check it out when you but you can get it in Indy just as well as you can Bloomington. They've been around a long, long, oh, long yeah. time. Remember the state well the ninety seven one Hank FM, they were out of Shelbyville and when you first well we'll talk about that in a little bit, but when you first came on, Bernie, they were a weak <laughs> signal from not a week but they were a pretty good signal from Shelbyville, but not like it is today. I remember when no. they first came on, and I was on the bus, and I was so excited I could get this this 97.1 just on the bus with my antenna down on the radio. That's when you carried your radio. <laughs> it's the weirdest things that excite us on this board, isn't it? It is. Well, now you carry now you carry your internet radio, which is and thanks to you, Bernie. Today's I'm today's now <laughs> on the Facebook page now, and the posts have slowed down. But I'm I am on that Facebook page now, unless they took me off and I didn't know it. One, one but, more thing, can I bring up something real quick? Yeah. Because Bernie Bernie brought up a very very nice post, and we lost two people. And I'm not into this whole death thing, but. I have to tell you that uh, Bernie, your post that on, I, I know you, you wrote me back on it. It was on Olivia Newton-John was just outstanding. Uh, you couldn't ask. Well, thank for you. I, 
when, whenever whenever something like that comes up, I don't do it often, but every once in a while, I just I dig for information and try to make it brief, and you know, just include in a bunch of stuff, and and that one seemed to be pretty well received. The other person uh, that passed away, and most people would never know who he is, but it was Lamont Dozier. It was Holland Dozier in Holland. Oh, Holland, sure. Lamont Dozier and Eddie Holland were the key songwriting team for Motown. Motown, if, if, yeah. Every, every Supremes record that you heard from when they first came to Motown was probably written by Lamont, Do, Lamont, Dozier, Do, Lamont Dozier and the, the, the whole group, the whole crew. Um, oh, no, all the, yeah. the Vandellos records were written by, uh, by, by, the, by the songwriting team of Lamont Dozier. Holland and Holland, Holland Dozier and Holland, Holland uh, Dozier and Holland. Yeah, every, I mean you can't to go through and name every song they wrote would be a, a history of Motown. I know they wrote itself. Heat Wave and Baby Love. Those are the ones they mentioned. Uh, you I know, think I heard they I wrote a hundred, a hundred. Um, I don't know if it's a hundred number ones or a hundred songs. I can't remember. Now. I remember hearing something about it, but yeah. it's a yeah. loss. But it, again, yeah. again, it was it was uh, very interesting to. And the one about Olivia Newton-John, I remember because uh, I, I didn't oh, want to yeah. see Grease and the girlfriend I was going out with, you're going to see this movie. And I said, well, I really don't want to see it. And I did see it with her. And I was surprised, but I, I, I after, after you know, listening to the movie and the soundtrack, actually, it was a very, it was a very good movie. And, yes. and, and uh, John Travolta had some very, very nice to think, things to say about Olivia and, Newton-John as well. So. And I did not know this. He, well, he wanted, uh, they wanted Marie Osmond. He said, no, Olivia Newton-John. And oh. I'm going, yeah, they went with the right choice. Yeah, they won. But, but yeah, we'll talk about that on the Monday Lunch Bunch, which she died right after the after our Monday yeah, show. she did. She did. <laughs> right yeah. after, so we didn't get to get into it Monday. But, yeah. But, uh, and the, what was the gal's name that passed away from the Seekers, the lead singer Judith from Australia? Durham. Oh yeah, yeah sure. And really nice voice, and uh, did, you know the biggest songs, of course, with Georgie Girl and World, uh, you know, uh, World, of, uh, World of Our Own, find another you. World of Our Own, yeah, and find uh, another what's you. the first one. Never have, never find another you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she had a very unique voice. She really did. Yeah, uh, she did. Nobody sounded like her. And she was with the group even when they had the New Seekers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and so uh, no, I think was, the New I thought the New Seekers was a whole other group. I thought I, I, she might have been. Well, the lead singer question. was definitely different. <laughs> yeah, the the new yeah it was a different yeah, lead, uh, yeah. different lead singer. But, yeah, I heard I heard but, Kathy in the uh, background, Chris. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we better get Jenny's color or format changes. Yeah. Her fans are hopelessly devoted to her. They might get physical. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They'll really get might. physical if we don't put it <laughs> on right away. <laughs> well, at least somebody's getting physical. <laughs> here you go. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of August 11th. KXRP FM 91.3 Bismarck, North Dakota changes format from religious teaching to contemporary Christian. WEDO AM 810 McKeesport, Pennsylvania changes format from variety to country. KBBB FM 102.5 Bay City, Texas changes slogan from Hot Country 102.5 to K-Bay 102.5 WSYB AM 1380 Rutland, Vermont 
change the slogan from WSYB 1380 AM 100.1 FM Fox Sports WSYB 1380 AM and 100.1 FM WPLH FM 103.1 Tipton, Georgia changes calls to W J Y I F M W J Y I F M 88.3 Tipton, Georgia changes calls to W P L H F M K Y R X F M 97.3 Marble Hill, Missouri changes format from classic country to sports and changes slogan from Hank 97.3 to Fox Sports 97.3 WGKY FM 95.9 Wycliffe, Kentucky changes format from oldies to sports and changes slogan from 95.9 GKY to Fox Sports Radio 95.9 KNTU FM 88.1 McKinney, Texas changes slogan from the 1 to 88.1 Indy WSHE FM 100.3 Chicago, Illinois changes a slogan from 100.3 she to the new 100.3 KFAT FM 92.9 Anchorage, Alaska change a slogan from Alaska's hottest hits to 92.9 KFAT WEGG FM 95.3 Bowman, Georgia Change the slogan from 92.1 WLHR to Oldies 95.3 WEGG WFNY AM 1440 Loversville, New York. Change the slogan from Fun in New York WFNY to The Glove City's Favorite. KAMQ AM 1240 Carlsbad, New Mexico. Change the slogan from ESPN Sports 1240 to 96.3 The Q. KKDV FM 92.1 Walnut Creek, California. Change the slogan from 92.1 KKDV to K Bay Country. WCLY AM 1550 Raleigh, North Carolina. Change the slogan from that station 95. To the buzz. WDAN AM 1490, Danville, Illinois. Change the slogan from News Talk 1490, WDAN to Danville's Talk Station 1490, WDAN. WDNC AM 620, Durham, North Carolina. Change the slogan from the ticket to the buzz. And those are your call letters and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Wow, it's interesting about A10WEDO going country because they were a language station for years. Yeah, they threw in old-time radio. They had some uh, brokered time for oldies and different things when I've heard them when I went down there. Yeah. Stations will do whatever they think 
somebody it's probably the syndicated. Time. Yeah, it's probably one of the satellites, and they're just uh, gonna you know throw that on there. And see yeah, what if happens. they're a daytimer, you know what you're gonna do. They are. They are. Right, Bill. A pretty major <clears throat> announcement today in the news business. As we all know, a lot of these Sunday morning shows, most of them are male anchored, and this and this. Uh, Fox News announces Shannon Bream will be the permanent host for Fox News Sunday. They have been rotating a whole list of people, but uh, in looking at Twitter and listening to people from around uh, the political world in D.C., nobody on either side has anything bad to say about her, so maybe she's going to be tough on both sides. Is that the way Chris Wallace, yeah, and I've just never yeah. quite known, but he's kind of that way, isn't he? Sort of tough on yeah. both sides? Yeah. He can be. He was. He can be. Yeah. As, his father, as his father was. His father was. And, oh, yeah. His, well, yeah. And, and her background is like law and legal and things oh, like good. that. Okay. But, yeah. um, so, um, you know, she, she knows her stuff, and if you watch Late Night, she's on at uh, midnight Eastern every night. I, I would be surprised if they she keeps a five-day schedule plus that. That would be a lot of work. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this question before we move on real quick. How many people do you think are some of the the news people? I mean, I listen to these talk people on WIBC <coughs> or whatever. How many people do you actually think believe what they say or is a lot of it made up just to do their program to get ratings or they do what they have to do i think, have I think a you'd both. have to know the people yeah you would yeah. <laughs> because um, for example like i read somewhere that rush limbaugh had elton john you know at one of his weddings you know to play and, and all that and you would think they wouldn't agree at all politically but when the the lights are off you know rush limbaugh could be friends with whoever and you know he you know so you just don't know we we know what bill cunningham said a few weeks ago, on the thing we had a few weeks ago where he said I was too liberal, and I, I, you know, so does that mean he has changed his mind on things, or does it mean right. it's an act, or what? Well, well and, and Rush Limbaugh, Chris, I don't know if you do, he was very good friends with Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, there you and go. The, and, the other thing is, like, Howard Stern, everyone says, well, he's this, but if you met Howard Stern in person, and you knew what he was like in, in the private life sector, he was not. And Bernie, you alluded to this uh, when we talked about Rush Limbaugh when, after his death is that Howard Stern was not this outgoing, nasty person or no. this outgoing um, person that you see on the radio. Howard, Howard Stern was very, very quiet and was, would, would rather you know, be, uh, have a private life and have a quiet, you know, he was not right. what, you, what, you, what you think. Uh, From what I have read about Howard Stern, Jeff, he, he's actually not near anything what he seems. Privately, you hear he's a quiet maybe not a shy person but he's a very quiet and a private person that's what i hey, have boston about. university alumnus by the way i have to get that in there very good okay well, there we go we got it in there all right earlier you ready to step up <laughs> yeah and before we, before we proceed I, I need to answer this question the bill put out there uh because the wibc people uh, their program director was talking to another program director one day and said, the problem with these guys is they're all starting to believe their own hype. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. So <laughs> well, I, I don't know that they all believe it, but they act like they believe it. Well, you so, know you're say, so you're telling us, Bernie, don't ever believe our own hype? 
Well, no, he, what, yeah. he's saying, what, he's, what he's saying is it's true. What he's saying is... Yeah, yeah don't and, believe it. And, and the talk personality becomes a... a, 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 a I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the word. It's 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 an it's uh you know popular popular a persona. No, it's, it's, a it's a persona, a, a character, character of, yeah. of himself. That that's what that's yeah, right. that character. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are some. There was a lady there who was let go from Amos who would not take the vaccine back at the time, and she'd rather lose her job. She may have had something else going or something else going on. I can't believe you'd give up your career and job. One thing that I, I like one thing that I like though though one of our local hosts um, and he does election coverage and things like this on WHO, he he tries his best. He was a a Republican representative in the legislature, but he tries very hard to get guests, you know, that will cover issues from both sides of the issue. So if he's going to have one side on, then he's going to try to have somebody on right after that to bring the other side of the issue. And that's actually very good radio. Yeah. And yeah, I think some of the ones that talk about their personal life or their family, they'll talk about their wife and kids, talk, even mention their names. I think they're more real and believable than, say, some of these others that are just, oh, I'm, you know, try to hide everything. Because, you know, they, they do that, hey, trying to reach reach the community, like, hey, I'm like you guys, I think, you know, we may disagree, but we think, you know, my wife, you know, like some of them, you hear them talk about my wife's Kim or my wife, you know, my kids is growing up here and there, you know, I think. Well, but Rush used to talk about real. his personal life a fair amount. And, you know, yeah. he still, and I'm not saying he was a liberal. I you know, don't know, didn't know the guy. But I'm just no. saying, I think there was another side of him that he didn't bring. He didn't come on and say, when I was hanging out with Elton John last week, you know, because I wouldn't he, have really gone with the show. But well, why don't we go on and yeah, talk about Bernie? Let's, let's, yeah, let's, 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 move, let's, let's, move, let's move on from here, Chris. Let's just kind uh, of move on. That's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to bring on, put Bernie on the hot seat this week because I've probably known Bernie the longest because we actually, believe me, you think that, <laughs> that cool. we went to the same school, though I was a oh. few years older than Bernie, maybe about three years older than Bernie, but we both and even in school, I think we both knew that we had a passion for radio or an interest yeah. for radio. That yeah. that was a no doubt about it. And we carried that. And I'm, I had a feeling in the back of my mind that Bernie was going to carry on with radio from the school. And I remember... I had went on to Evansville, or I was going to University of Southern Indiana, and I came out to, they had a college prep program, and Bernie came down, it was his freshman year before he went to Ball State, and Bernie was in that class, and I remember, I said, this guy is going to radio, and that was in 19... 75 and I look up a few years later and I'm working in Cleveland and I'm hearing about Bernie working at WENS. So Bernie you you kind of pick up the story and tell us maybe of, I know you were doing all kinds of things for you know into radio when you were much younger. Well I got real lucky because I know so many I mean everybody in this 
on this panel. I mean, everybody here is so knowledgeable about radio, and I learn things every week from this <laughs> panel. And it's it's like when I was younger, I was not going to take no for an answer. Uh, I started when I was 14 at a 10 watt station, uh, and then I worked with uh, Bill Shirk a little bit at WXLW. And then I went to Ball State and did radio all four years there. Uh, I then worked at uh, WERK, which was owned by Bill Strick up in Muncie. And then finally landed at WENS uh, in 1981, where Jeff Smolian was the, uh, the head of everything. And uh, there were no questions. He, he had no concerns about blindness. And we don't get that very often. You know, we don't get that lucky where somebody will just say, hey, if you can do it, you're in. Well, let me take you back to your Ball State days for one moment. Let me throw out a name that I heard on the radio today, and maybe some of the panel have heard of this guy and not. If you've listened to Sirius XM, you did. But the name Mark Patrick said you were very influential in his radio career. We we had such a great time together. He I ran a radio station. It was just a carrier current dorm radio station, and Mark happened to be on it. And he always took, and, and the thing is, I took it so seriously. Uh, I mean, here I am working on a, a dorm station. Nobody's getting paid. It's all volunteer. You should, should, in theory, be able to do whatever you want. But I took it so seriously that I, I'd have meetings, and I'd say, here's what I want. Here's how I want it to sound. But Mark always, always followed the rules. And, you know, if you know who he is at all, you wouldn't think he would, but he always Ooh. did. And we, we had a great mutual respect for each other. But the, the, your blindness had nothing to do with him. He respected you as a friend, but Ooh. he when he spoke on his, he spoke of you. And that's how I got that quote. And you know what he went on to do. And how big he was in Indianapolis radio and even national radio. So Mark Patrick spoke very highly of you. But not only did you have an impact on WENS, but you also had an impact in the local community. You did something a lot of people wish they could do. You were very famous for going out and doing weddings, dances, and you took that to the next level. I uh, I loved it. Uh, I when I was when I was a little kid, I, I heard somebody in the neighborhood, and they they apparently had hired a DJ for an outdoor gig during the summer in 1965. And I heard this guy, and he would talk between the songs, and and he would play all these all the current hits. And I thought, and I want to do that. I want to play music outside, and I want to I want to play music at a wedding and at a party, and uh, I started actually in high school. I did all the uh, uh, school for the blind parties, uh, and, and had actually had a pretty good time doing those. Even though know, there was no money involved, uh, but uh, after that, you know, I got to college and then went to WNS. And and uh, I mean, one year I did fifty-four gigs. You know, so it, it was wow. pretty big. And I just I just stopped um, the eighteenth of September. Uh, this this past year, that was my last one. I remember oh. doing one of them, and she goes, 
you know, you're okay, but I'd really rather have Bernie Egan. And I said, I don't blame you. Somebody said that to you? Yes, they did. They did. And I said, I don't blame you. I said, I don't blame you. But she said, if he... That wasn't very nice. I apologize for them, whoever they are. Well, but they were nice, a nice lady. You know what I mean? And I didn't take any offense to it. I mean, why? Well, I am. You know, but she she said, I'll call you back, but she never did. Bernie, when you went to the School for the Blind, did you did you do radio there at all? Was there a school station at the School for the Blind in Indiana? We didn't have, we didn't have any school station at all, so I... Uh, used to go over to uh, WXLW where Bill Shirk worked, and uh, I, of course, as we talked about before, I used to do the the Cheech and the Wolfman Jack voices over there, and uh, they actually these guys were so good to me. They would come over to school and pick me up after my last class, and then take me back, you know, right before dinner. It was like it was great. They were they were good guys. You know, one of the thread that I'm finding out through all of these interviews, and I want to ask you, and and I believe I'm correct in this. Your parents were very influential in your radio Unbelievable. career. Yeah, would you like yeah. to speak to um, that a little bit? When when I when I was quite young, my mother would take me anywhere, any radio station. I said I really need to go to this radio station. We'd work it all out and. And she would make sure I got there. Uh, and it was just, it was so kind of her because, you know, we have five kids in the family and she would take her time to do that for me because uh, I think she, she saw something. I think she kind of had the feeling that maybe I really might amount to something. Little did she know it would just be a radio, <laughs> but still, you know, what are you going to do? Did your parents ever say to you, yep. we know you want to be in radio, Bernie, but you know, maybe you should think about something else because you may not, it doesn't work out. Did you know, give my, that kind of advice? My dad did. Uh, he was very concerned. He, my, my parents knew nothing about blind people when I was born. Right. They had no clue. And when I was really young, Ray Charles was big. And my dad said, you've got to play the piano. Because you've got to play like Ray Charles. And I said, man, I, I mean, that's not what I'm about. I really I want to be on the radio. I want to play the record. I want to play, his, I want to play the record, not the piano. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, play, I'll play his songs. How about that? But, um, you know, he was just very concerned. And uh, there were actually uh, people at school who did not want me to go into radio. Uh, I can believe that. Uh, I can even, believe even that. the principal did not want me to go into radio. I can believe so, that. When you went to Ball yeah, State University, I, did they, did the, was, was there a broadcasting uh, uh, curriculum that you went to college for at that point? Yeah. And did, did, yeah. did, there, did uh, there, was and there a local commission for the blind, and did they give you a hard time about paying for that? There were a couple of things that I did not do with regard to uh, TV classes. Uh, in fact, in lieu of those, the head of the department took me on and and made me learned stuff from him and gave me tests and i mean you know here's this guy he's like old and he's this staunchy old guy and he goes all right i want you to listen to this old time radio show and i'm going to tell you some things about the people in the show and i'm going to give you a quiz after it's over like oh okay okay but it it was it was great i mean they, they were real real helpful now i never used their placement program when I got out of school. I, I just didn't need it, so I never used it. 
Not so unusual. when you were on the air, did you, and, and I don't know if you did all the shifts or what, did you have a favorite shift that you liked to do, like where you interacted differently with the audience, you know, or... or well, uh, I ended up, I started out doing afternoons for quite a while. Well, not, not at first. I, at WNS, I did 10 to 2 at night, uh, which was fun in its own way <clears throat> because a lot of people... Uh, would call late at night. Yeah, when they're coming out of bars and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I ended up uh, by 1984. I was doing afternoons, and I really liked doing afternoons. Um, I ended up for 10 years at one point doing mornings, and I grew to love it. You know, so yeah, I. I but I did like afternoons a lot at first. Did you find the audiences different uh, from mornings to afternoons to the late yeah, night, early morning? you get a lot more interaction with people in the morning um, because you can be more interactive in the morning. I mean, when you're doing afternoons on a station like that, they want you to play the music. And they, I mean, the people in charge, they'll tell you, hey, you're talking too much. You know, yeah. you, you've got to cut back on the talk, you know. And, and so it was a little different. Uh, but in the morning, it was fun. It was great. How did you meet Teresa? Because uh, uh, the, one of the things that guys, you know, blind guys will say, well, I'll get on the radio and I'll meet somebody, you know, or, or you know, or they, or they think of people meeting on the radio. Did you guys meet through radio or did you meet another way? Here's the story about this. How much time you got? Um, oh, all the time you need. <laughs> okay. Bernie, we have, all, we have all the time in the world. Remember, Chris took about t 12 minutes yeah, last week right. to buy him. Yeah. <laughs> With one right. question. <laughs> that's right. I'll never forget it. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, here's the way this happened. Uh, I was on WNS. I was, I was the afternoon guy. We were, this was in the 90s. And uh, Teresa worked with a woman who really had a thing for our traffic guy. <laughs> and she, she said, I want to meet the traffic guy. And Teresa said, okay, well, good luck. And she goes, no, I think you can help me. Who, sh who should I talk to? And Teresa said, well, that Bernie Egan sounds pretty nice. And besides, we'd rather have him do our gig than Bill. But, but she said, you know, he, he seems pretty nice. And, you know, and so instead of calling me, her friend said, well, why don't you call him for me? <laughs> So Teresa called me and, and we talked and I said, Teresa, I don't, I don't do this. I don't, I don't set people up like this. And, and, uh, and Teresa said, well, she's, she's really a nice person. Let me let you talk to her. So I talked to her for a minute and I went, oh, okay, she's fine. So then I actually did talk to the traffic guy about this woman. And, and Teresa, Teresa thanked me for doing it because she said he, she is just not going to leave it alone. And so we started talking. And, and, you know, because and it was just harmless, you know. And it was just like, oh, well, that's cool that they're going to go out and stuff. Uh, so finally we started dating. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it was just kind of crazy how it happened. And wow. uh, they, by the way, this, this other couple ended up hating each other. They uh, <laughs> they did not get along well. well and always they, stuck in a, they probably got stuck in a traffic jam together, and that was the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we went out, the four of us went out, and they would argue about everything. 
I need to <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> now, did uh, okay, so so that gets back to a good point. So when Teresa was um, doing this and was uh, talking about the, the to the other woman about the traffic guy, did she know you were blind? Um, I don't remember when she knew it. Uh, I don't think she knew it before. The blind date that cued her in, right? I, I can tell that. Yeah, I never yeah. ever <laughs> mentioned my blindness on the air. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what that was leading to, yeah. A lot of people do, and I don't know how mm-hmm. everybody feels and hear about it. Um, I didn't either when I worked like at the radio. You, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Your blindness? I think no. it depends on what you're doing. I think if you're doing something where, okay, where let's you say you're doing a sports talk show, and, and like Kenny Meyer used to do sports talk shows by himself sometimes, and he everybody kind of knew he was blind, but he would just mention, you know, if they were talking about, you know, a play, and he couldn't have seen it, so he'd have to say, well, what did you think? And, you know, I think there's things, times when you might have to, there's times when you, if you're playing music, don't you, know, know. I mean, you don't really could, have to, you know? Not, could he not have just heard about well, the play? That oh, he knew about the play, but he wouldn't know, for example, when when you watch a play and, and you get, and you go on a talk show afterwards and listen to people talk about it, I think he was safe. I think he was out. I think he was safe. I think he was out. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you're, you're like a controversial play. You you don't have an opinion, you know, <laughs> yeah, yourself. You didn't see it. Well, you didn't see it. Ultimately, Bernie, they, people would know that you couldn't see. Although, for example, did, were you also asked to speak at schools and talk about radio and career day and stuff like that? Because a lot of radio answers do that over the years. Did you I, do I did that? a lot of that. So uh, yeah, they would have, they would then, have to know you're blind, obviously. When once you get to the yeah, then so they it, would know. But see, but, but you didn't have to make it. It wasn't a big point. He didn't. But you didn't right, make a big right. deal out of it. That's right. what I meant. No. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so Bernie, when did when did when did you realize? When did you realize? Once you got into radio, when did you realize this is really going to work for me, and it it's really going to go? And then, if you could give advice to somebody today. What would you tell them? Don't. <laughs> well, when did I realize? I mean, really, I, I mean, I hate to say this. I realized when I was 10 years old I was going to do radio. Nobody was going to tell me no. I was not going to stop. It was going to work. But your question really is, when did it actually work? Yeah. Um, and I would say probably that would be WENS. Um, yeah, I, I had a great time with WERK. Uh, Bill Shirk's family uh, sold the station out from under us, so we ended up with this terrible company. Uh, but then I, I ended up at WNS, and I, at that point, uh, shortly after I got there, and realized that they they were going to take me seriously, and they were if if I didn't work, they were going to let me go, and I knew right. that. So uh, I, I would say probably then eighty one, eighty two, somewhere in there. And that makes yeah, you feel like right. a real adult. You know, you're 20 something, and they're saying it's on you, kid. You know, you can do it. We have to do it, but yeah. you need to you need to produce. And, and before that, at WERK, when they uh, hired me there, uh, a lot of people did not want me hired there, and told the program director, "It's on him." Wow. Yeah. You know, if I don't work out, it's on him, and he never ever told me that, and I applaud him to this day because. You know, he could have. He could have said, man, right. if you don't work out, they are going to they are going to give me so much of a hard time. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, let's say you have to work for you. you. Yeah, that's right. But you, you also yeah. had a special relationship with Bill Shirk. I mean, obviously, you can tell that. when I, we, We've played WXLW with your imitation of uh, 
of of uh, Cheech of Cheech of right. Cheech and Chong right. stuff. So obviously he 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 also saw something in you that maybe others didn't. Yeah, yeah. I could tell you a little story when uh, I was the program director at WERK and his uh, family still owned it. Uh, one day I was on the afternoon show, and some of the music was still on forty fives, and the studio was small. And I had a cup of coffee, <laughs> and I had it on the edge of the turntable, which is the only place you could put it. And I picked up my coffee and hit the tone arm, swap across the record. I mean, <laughs> it was terrible. And so, so Shirk was in the building, and he comes in, and he goes, you know, I always knew you were going to be the program director here. And I just want you to know that is so great. Oh, thank you, Bill. Yeah, I heard that uh, scrape of the record a few minutes ago, too. <laughs> so he complimented you and, and he complimented you with one hand and slapped you on the back with the other hand. Oh, my God. He was, he was a master. So, but I, know, I know we're going to wrap this up know. at some point, but I wanted to ask you one final question. I know Bill wants to talk, too. So... What do you tell people when they say to you, I want to get into radio today? I mean, I'll, well, see, that's kind of, I think that's what uh, Perry was kind of asking, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know anymore. I think you've really got to have so much drive and ambition, and you have to have somebody who can kind of help you sort of point the way a little bit. I mean, you know, we're all on hard drive now, and, I mean, fortunately, I'm able to do it. But uh, that's because I had good teachers, and I think that's what it would take. I just don't know if, if radio is a good career move anymore. You're mm-hmm. um, a sighted person. Oh. One of the things you yeah. know about radio is that, is that if you don't have computer skills and if you don't have social skills working with social networks social like Twitter and Facebook and, and, and the like, you're not going to have a job in radio because every job well, well, exactly. I see says, right. says computer and skills would... and social skills and social networking skills. Right, and I was wondering. I was wondering, Bernie, also, and I remember you talking a little bit about this on here. But I remember when it happened. What was it? We were talking because we probably talked what, about twenty years ago when I first ran across you. I think, Bernie. Maybe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, about. Tw- but I remember a little bit when we would because we would ask you questions, and I remember somehow I ended up with some phone numbers to listen to those Indianapolis stations to hear you. I don't know how that happened. Uh, mm, mm. I can't I don't know who would have given them. <laughs> no, but anyway, I remember, I remember when you were moving from WENS to 105.7, you had concerns, and I know you referenced a little here, where you... I think Sean oh. went in. I think Sean, yeah, I think I think Sean went into uh, <laughs> Sean mode. We'll <laughs> never know what the... Oh, there he is. Well, we, what were you really think? What were you really thinking about it, Bernie? When you uh, when that happened, what was? When I had to make the move. I yeah. didn't want to. I did not want to make the move. Uh, there's a there's a song by John Mellencamp where he's talking about getting old and his hair is getting gray, and he goes, uh, "That's okay. I knew this would happen, but I was hoping not today." <laughs> that, oh wow! That's exactly how I felt when they came to me about going to be one hundred five point seven. And in fact, the program director came to my house to talk to me about it. He goes, I know you're mad. I know you're angry. That's why I came to your house to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I said, I just don't want to go there. I don't want to be on that station. And, and it was so stupid because it was a great move. 
And yeah. imagine if you well, didn't you know that, make, this was the best movie you made in your life because you stayed there for all those years, Bernie, right? Well, you know, yeah. Were you thinking, were you thinking, make them Hank FM and leave us our format? Were you thinking <laughs> that in the back of your mind? <laughs> no, we, there was no, no Hank FM at all at that point. But Oh, um, that's right. It wasn't, yeah. No. Not yet. But, that's the, right. but the, the thing was, I didn't want to work for a station that catered to older audience, to older adults. I wanted to work on a younger end station. And, and and it turned out that it was it was a great move. <laughs> and it turned yeah. out, yeah. And, and remember, yeah, Bernie, remember Bernie, the older people, the older audience are the ones that spend money too. So and, <laughs> that's right. And how and how long was ENS around after you did that? Not too long, wasn't it? Not very no, long. No, not at too all, long. They, uh, they were floundering really uh, at that point. So no, it was just a couple more years. And then they you would have been yeah. playing country. Yeah. You would have been playing country. Yeah, oh, yep. country, yeah. country, and Christmas. Yep, That's country right. and um, Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> As somebody said once, "Cowboy Bernie." <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> or you could have went with Too Bill Shirk and been um, on. Went off in nineteen eighty or whatever. He shut that station down after went big band. Remember when they went big band after they were rock and they made all those changes. So you were. Very fortunate in your choices, and we were very fortunate that you chose to spend a few moments with us. All right, I'll turn. Oh, it, gosh. This yeah, is too, this is too much fun. You can, yeah. when you can talk about yourself, how bad? Oh yeah, that, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right, Chris. Better. Right, Chris. Hey, we would have had Bill Spark. We would have had Bill Sparks, but we would have had Bernie Egan. But <laughs> yeah, but just, but just think though. Awful. Just think though, Bernie. You still have Bill as your agent. Remember, he's still trying to get you jobs at all these, you know, like the Spanish Station and all those. Yeah, you still have Bill as your yeah, agent. He's always looking out for me. Well, hey, guess what? There's hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Bernie. Two Bernie. I, I just. Oh, Bernie, thank, thank you, Question. Bernie. Yeah. Two questions. Just, it, it's just too much fun doing this. Yeah, Every Bernie. Right. Number one, what kind of station was this station in uh, Muncie on nine ninety? And I get. Well, by the way, I picked him up in Miami one time. And number two, out of all of the formats you've done, what is your favorite format? Thank you. I. I loved working at WERK at first because they were a top forty station and they had shotgun jingles and they were. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You could you could just pump it up big time, huh? and I did. And they were a daytimer. I mean, they were they were like sunrise to sunset. There was no you couldn't go till like you know an hour or two after sunset at all. Oh, no. So in the, in the in the winter it was eight fifteen or eight yeah eight o'clock to five fifteen. <laughs> that was it. But uh, eventually they weren't making enough money, and so they had to go AC. And then they, you know, just kind of went from there and said, I, I was there for the AC stuff for a while. But I don't know. In, in this day and age, I don't know what format. I just, I don't even care. I mean, I do what I'm supposed to do on the air. And if it's country, I'll do that. If it's top 40, I, I don't think I could do top 40 today. Uh, I could certainly do oldies or uh, yeah. adult contemporary, you know. But yep. the, the Well, don't you feel today, that you kind of should kind of know a little about the music or have a feel for it if you oh yeah well yeah because you don't want to sound stupid <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah, you got real you you really got into that when you would do the 80s weekends and the 80s night and stuff i could tell you really got into that format oh that was uh, that. last we used yeah. to do the friday night retro show uh, uh another mm -hmm. guy and i did it and the truth is the reason that the other guy did it with me is because we had just started on audio vault 
and I couldn't do it by myself uh, in the in the dub suit. I could do it on the air by myself, but we voice tracked a lot of the show. So we did it together, and he ran the board. Right. We had so much fun with that show, and it went to number one on Friday nights, and we knew it would. You know, it was just, it filled the gap, and it was great. Yeah, I think if people are sensing that people, and that, that's what I said about BZ and stuff when we've talked about, if people sense people are having fun doing what they're doing, they're going to listen. It helps a lot. Yeah. It really does. Bernie, wow. thank you. Well, thank you've you. helped you're, a lot, really. too. Jeff, what do you got next? And thank you, Bernie. Oh, I'm trying to think. Hold on, let me get my, let me get my script out, Bill. Here we go. Um, we're going to be listening to WAYS in Charlotte, North Carolina from... November 13th, 1966. There we go. Let me put the script down. There we go. There goes our listeners. Uh, That's the script I didn't get. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. This week in my classic air check segment, we're traveling to Charlotte, North Carolina, and we're going to listen to radio station WAYS AM. They transmitted on a frequency of 610 with a killer top 40 format. The announcer we're going to hear is Ron Brandon. The date of this air check is November 13th, 1966. I think you'll enjoy this air check, so without further ado, want to sit back and enjoy radio station WAYS from Charlotte, North Carolina on November 13th, 1966, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. My man is wearing a Robert Hall suit. He's a poor man, though. He's about 19 years old. Don't forget, open today, Sunday, noon till 6. They're closed now. Too bad. For your shopping convenience, Robert Hall in Charlotte on Wilkinson Boulevard at Little Rock Road. Tricky, shoot him in the eye type time. We have Gussie Brown out on uh, South Midland on our Tricky Shoot phone. Hello, Gussie. Hello. I hope you've had a pleasant weekend. Yes, sir. I and you're going to top it off by uh, shooting the turkey, and you'll be set for Thanksgiving. Right, Gus? Yes, sir. All right. How many shots do you think? One. One shot. Good luck. Fire one. One, fire two, fire three, fire four. <laughs> you, you missed it three times there, Gussie. Gee, don't become discouraged. Phone us again uh, sometime very soon, okay? Bye-bye. Gussie Bryant, our tricky shooter for the hour on Big Ways. We'll try again later on. Call minutes after six, and it's called Mellow Yellow Donovan on Big Ways. Mellow, I hope. Thank you, Donovan. It's 15 at 6 o'clock. Good game, boy. This junkie, Ron Brandon. I'm big way. 61, Charlotte. Yeah. Putting the Rams on another beautiful Carolina weekend. It will be fair and a bit cooler. Matter of fact, it will drop to 40 tonight. Back up to 60 tomorrow on Monday for the weatherman. Mobile Homes, 5106 North Tryon. Thank you. Complaint department. Someone phoned in. Brandon, by golly, you said Dallas at 3920331. Request the older goodies for the smash oldie hour, 7 o'clock. But you dial and no one answers. Well, gee, I'm sorry. Sometimes it happens when we receive so many phone calls just about the same time. The equipment uh, becomes jammed and it's necessary to go back and make a very technical adjustment with my left foot, which I will do shortly. And then uh, stand by for calling now and don't get through. Phone us again. 392-0331. Oldie Goldies only, please. We will play them 7 till 8 o'clock tonight. It's 17 at 6 now. And let's pour some water on a drowning man. Suffer, James Carr. Suffering for sure. James Carr. Pour some water on that drowning man. 20 minutes at 6 o'clock. Big Ways Radio. Get going! 
absolutely fierce. The word is, go very, very slowly, drive very, very carefully. You know those highway statistics on the weekend. Huh? Let's get home safely, by golly. This is Big Ways, Macarena's Fair Show on said you're a little darling because you are so fine they'll win you over all right at bill waldron city chrysler Pivot, 615 south tryon and 1516 west moorhead 61 charlotte w a y s sunday session ron branded on big ways we are attempting to find out the uh, teams that will participate in the 4a conference uh, Phone calls uh, concerned about that. We should have the information shortly, and uh, of course, we will immediately uh, pass it along to you there. Here's Sandy, good looking, Posey, a single girl. A single Big way he's a single girl, needs a sweet, loving man to lean on. And Long John Silver's phone number is written just below the title. I don't know what he has in mind. Cheerio, chums. Philip Bowling here. And our way out chick sachets by. Then I'll go for the comb and water bit and I'm in gear. So, chaps, make the scene. Groom with Wild Route 360. Pocket a comb and play near the water. Wild Route 360 is the re-groomiest. Hi, Philip Love. Oh, by the way, uh, since I use Wild Route 360, my drums are getting dusty. Right, thank you, Philip. Philip is now married and the father of 21 delightful children. He doesn't have time for the drums, unfortunately. 29 on 7 o'clock on Big Wage Radio, 61 across Carolina from Big C, Charlotte. <laughs> Beautiful Carolina weekend. Uh, gee, how very nice can it be, huh? Big waves at the moment. See spare skies. And uh, the current temperature reading is now at 51 degrees. Big waves predicting fair, partly cloudy, and cool. Dropping to a low tonight, 37. High tomorrow, Monday. Should be up again near 60. At 6.30 across Carolina, we have these reports from Rutherford Dunn. It is at the moment 56 degrees. Maiden reports to big waves, 49 degrees now. And in Monroe, it's 52. Again, 
in Charlotte, fair skies, 51 degrees, Sunday, November 13, and Big Ways is in season in Charlotte. Pizza, go, go! Would you believe? Ron Brandon! 61 Charlotte, W-A-Y-S! Yes, Goldie says it about you, little darling, it knocks me out of my mind, 14 about you little darling turned me on in just about half of one minute that is souvenir goodie from the four tops and uh, a reminder that the the request lines are now in operation once again i went back and made that minor technical adjustment with my left foot and all three recording machines are in operation the number is 392-0331 of course big waves all request radio you ask for it now oldie goldies only please we will play them between seven and eight o'clock the regular sunday evening smash goldie hour go, go! 24 till 7 o'clock is the time. A reminder for you big ways. Money Matchbook fans standing by for the cash money. 30 seconds from now, have your Money Matchbook numbers handy, please. Bridges Furniture Company is having a fabulous closeout sale on beautiful Saga Walnut Dining Room Furniture. Shop Bridges first thing tomorrow morning and save 50% on this lovely dining room furniture. Buffet, drop-leaf table, and five-side chairs and an armchair, just $239.95. Choose a free electric car knife for 10 to 12 pound turkey with a purchase of 49 to 95 during the big sale at Bridges Furniture Company, 113 North Tryon, in the Park Road Shopping Center and at the Coliseum Shopping Center. They're open tomorrow night till 9 o'clock. Let's go with the money matchbook game. Now, now check this one on your money matchbook. Should you have it, it will be worth $61 cash money. Number 295. 2319. That yours? Check it again carefully. Number 295-2319. Big Ways presents Bobby Moore's Rhythm Aces. Come on and try my love again. Bobby Moore, Big Ways, 21 till 7 o'clock now. Power Company. Sixty-one Charlotte W A Y S. Put the wraps on a beautiful Carolina weekend, huh? and here's that song from a fellow named Keith called "I Ain't Gonna Lie." Sixteen minutes away from that gas goldie hour. You still have time to place a request to hope that I will have time to go back into the oldie, goldie, musty, filthy, dirty, nasty gold record room and uh, find the favorites that you want to hear. The ones from days and weeks and decades and years gone by at uh, 7 o'clock, 7 to late tonight. The oldie goodies. A.L. Brown High School in Canapolis has been announced as the winner in last week's Lay's Meat Cannon Contest. The Brown High Schools will have possession of the cannon for their Friday night game between Canapolis and Concord, which was Friday night. This turn in all 
also puts A.L. Here's the important part. Puts A.L. Brown High School ahead in overall turn-ins for the entire contest. Independence High School is now trailing in second position. And I might go a step further and say trailing way back there somewhere because like A.L. Brown turned in, I believe, 78 million votes. And the contest is over when? Monday, I believe. Monday. So it looks uh, looks pretty final now for A.L. Brown High, the wonders of Canapolis. cheerleaders may i add also thanks to all the schools many many schools who participated golly what a sad feeling that everybody can't like win the cannon because millions uh, well over a hundred million votes were turned in and i would say up in the neighborhood of 200 million even who who is going to count them there is the fella that i have the sympathy for 15 or seven o'clock now two three ladies and gentlemen the wilson picket show thursday november 17 at the coliseum Weatherman down to 37 tonight. Monday, sir, will be sunny, about 60 degrees. Carolina's Carousel has become the South's largest and most colorful annual parade, and this year is celebrating its 20th anniversary. A week-long schedule of carousel events has been planned for your enjoyment, and the big Thanksgiving Day Parade will follow its familiar route through the city. Make your plans now to visit the wonderful wonderland of the Carolina's Carousel. November 19th through the 26th in Charlotte. Don't forget to look for the good guys in a big way's fabulous float in that parade. In it's number one. Yes, I had better. Knock on wood. Eddie Floyd, number one. Crazy Tom Goody won you a ticket most of all, number one. On the good guys, fabulous 40, better. Knock, knock, knock on wood. Eddie's Eddie Floyd on big way. Yeah, show. I wish you would. The boss wishes you would. Tendle 70, big ways. <laughs> Susie. That's priceless. <laughs> C-O-M-P-O-Z. Compose. Just 98 cents. Hope you haven't forgot about the money matchbook game. We have the clip, listen, and win game. For the big cash, if you do not dig cash money like you have enough, then how about a turkey? We'll pop that turkey in the eye again very shortly. There are more winners every day on Radio Waste, W-A-Y-S. the time. Tune featured first in big ways in the entire nation last week. Destined to be a whale of a hit. Roy Orbison and Communication Breakdown. We never want Communication Breakdown. Charlotte. The nation. The world. Big ways you Story. Another deadly weekend on Carolina Highways. Good evening, Ron Brandon reporting Big Ways Radio News. A double fatality accident in Sanford has pushed the North Carolina weekend traffic death toll to at least 14. The State Highway Patrol at Raleigh identified the dead as 12-year-old William Phillips and Mrs. Otis Brown, both of Sanford. The patrol said they were killed when the car in which they were riding was struck by a train at a crossing in Sanford. 27-year-old Melvin Harvey of Winston-Salem was killed early today when his car went out of control on a Winston-Salem street and struck a utility pole and a bridge abutment. The deaths 
bring the 1966 North Carolina traffic toll to 1,404. Six have been killed on South Carolina highways this weekend. The Gemini 12 astronauts have separated their spacecraft from the... Uh, wow, uh, what a cool sounding air check. WAYS AM from November 13th, 1966 in Charlotte, North Carolina with the radio announcer, Ron Brandon. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program or if there's a classic air check that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great. Great. Soul songs. I mean, the soul that yeah, down like, there is a lot. Yeah, a lot of soul stuff. That, yeah, that song, that. Uh, Rosanna, that was kind of a regional hit. It hit up here. It hit, they're from Michigan, the Capris. And it's not the same people that did There's a Moon Out Tonight. It was a different, they had to spell it differently. And that was like one of those hits that bounced around in different markets and, mm. and didn't make it. But that was an echo chamber on steroids. Yeah, oh I, what, about I that song communi- what about that song, Communications Breakdown? I could swear yeah, I heard Orbison. that by, by other people. But by, by, is he the only one that did that, Chris, that you remember? Uh, to my knowledge, I don't remember ever hearing yeah. it by anybody else. And I also don't remember it being a big hit, at least where I grew up. But it may have been it a big hit. It wasn't where I grew up either. No, it was a little bit here, because Roy was always very popular here. The other one I was surprised they were still playing was Ink on a Lie, because that had been out, like, uh, midsummer here, but uh, they were still playing it down there. And I love the commercials, the Pam's... I forgot that Pam's was involved with, pub- yeah. with, with publishing music as well, with Colorway. I remember those... Oh, I forgot about that, too, yeah. I remember those jingles in other places, not necessarily where I grew up, and I love those high school jingles, because we didn't get them in New York Yeah, City. we had some high school yeah, and a lot those. of the colleges, uh, you know, be, uh, MEX got those, but... Uh, uh, for a couple of years. They didn't keep them too long, but they had them for a little while. All I can say yeah, is that guy had to work really hard. Well, you know why? He was the only one there yeah. taking those requests. And why do you think the recorders were, were jammed up? Because they probably got a lot of recalls, and he was the only one at the station doing the work that, at exactly. that point. Exactly. Oh, but I, I did. I love I loved the reverb, and we used to have a couple of pirate stations here in town <laughs> uh, that, that ran reverb, too. And it sounded about like that. Were you, oh, wow. were, you, were, you on, were you on one of those pirate stations, Bernie at all? No. I would have loved to have been on. I would have given anything <laughs> to be on. Uh, I figured you would say oh, yeah. that. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, WAYS we went like the way of the other top 40 radio stations. They also, oh, the, sure. the people that Absolutely. own WAYS also own WAPE in Jacksonville, Florida as well. Oh. Uh, because that's where... Oh, okay, J- the big eight. Yeah, the big eight. That's where, where Jay Thomas yeah. worked. He started at WAYS, then moved to WAPE. And ultimately landed in New York City at WXLO in New York City, and then moved out to the yeah. West Coast. And but he really became big not in broadcasting on the radio, Acting. but he became an actor. Where and he, was, uh, he was in the, no, he was that he was also in Mork and Mindy. Yeah, yeah well. he, he was he was Carla's boyfriend and husband slash husband on Cheers, Eddie LeBeck also. Yeah. So so in case the guy didn't have enough to do, he had to do the news too, Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and not only yeah, exactly. If you heard one of those commercials, <laughs> by the way, uh, if you heard one of those commercials, and they only played a little short. Uh, that's the way I got it, so I didn't scope it, Chris. But you uh, will have briefly heard the voice of Jack Gale on one of the commercials. I did hear him bopping in and out of different uh, things. There were a couple of spots I could tell he was there. Yeah. Oh, what, what? Great stuff. We're over. We're overwhelmed here, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think yeah, even for are. you guys, you've talked out. <laughs> Talked out, getting ready we, to walk. We never had we never had reverb in town like that, except on our pirate stations. WNAP had some, but it was it was a little bit different. It was almost too smooth. When that the station, but well, well, you know how that reverb worked, Bertie. That was a that was a machine that had springs. 
because I know because oh, I, I know. used one of those in college, and the guy that used to follow me would always take this, his hand and bash it on the speaker where the springs were. And, it, and when, you, when that gets in your ears like that, let me tell you, you can go deaf by <laughs> someone doing that kind of stuff to you. Because that wasn't well, the same. Well, there was a guy on WNAP who talked about how he always inadvertently hit the box with his knee mm-hmm. accidentally. <laughs> and it, it just went nuts. Wasn't that New York had a heavy air echo chamber. But WABC yeah, not was not quite that, was not quite like that. It was not. It was also no, done yeah. differently. It, it wasn't the one with springs. They did, they didn't uh, use it that way. They they had a, a Fisher Space Expander. It was electronically uh, done. That's what I remember. In the in the early eighties, the adult contemporary station in San Antonio, Class FM, kind of had a, that a little bit of that reverb similar yeah, to like WABC. Like did that when they were in the Fairbanks years. They did it. If you listen to Magic yeah, 590 in Albany, you know, on B105.7. Yeah, if you listen to Magic by 590 in Albany, New York, they have it on the AM, but they do not have it on the FM, and it doesn't appear on the Internet. Hmm. We can unusual. do that here, too, Jeff. I know you can. We can do, do that. We can do that reverb. Was those stations, Bernie, on, what, 1550 and 11? Yeah, 1170 is, is the one that I remember the most. But, uh, yeah, WSFE and then the RFN. Uh, <laughs> And, and the RFN is the one I really wanted to get on. I I begged those guys to let me be on, <laughs> but uh, they they wouldn't. Uh, that, that was yeah. a great little station, and they'd come on, and you just never knew when. And it was uh, a great great station. They, they would come, come on sometimes. They would come on on Friday nights and stay on all weekend. Yeah, you know, and they they were they were fun to listen to. They mm. were they were almost professional. They used to have like the sewer report, the flushing and all that stuff. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they should have done that during the Super Bowl. Remember, they used to say that that's what would happen around the country, you know, during the commercials. Yeah, we knew that. Well, guys, thanks a whole lot. We've got a big ball game to watch in there, and Perry's getting all pumped up and all the. Bill, how did all Bill? How did all these Reds fans make their way to Iowa? Uh, a bunch of them just got there. They probably they sure did. They sure did because there's it's a really good crowd at this game. And boy, this movie's really inspired that people to watch that game and talk about it and talk about it. And baseball just seems to screw up every good opportunity for good publicity. <laughs> but anyway, we'll be back next week, and Jeff will be on the hot seat. Oh, oh, not again. Right. I can't wait. Watch out. <laughs> That's going to be funny. Oh, yeah. This is like the script of waltzing the script, right, Bill? We we're we're going to come up with some doozy questions for and you next week, And you're going you're gonna to learn how to get married five, six times <laughs> and survive it. And Maybe still I should try to get my income. sister on the show, but she won't come on. But I mean, I'll ask her anyway. And tell to have your income. See what I mean? And still have all your income intact. Thank you, Bo. Mm. <laughs> so what are we going to wrap it up with, Jeff? Well, we're staying in Charlotte, and we're going to listen to WAIZ. No, it's not the greatest radio station, but I thought it was... I tried to... As Doug and I were talking, it's a radio station that plays oldies, that does play oldies, not not uh, the oldies you hear on today's classic station. Not the fake oldies? Not the fake oldies. Right. These, these are the real ones, like uh, Chris gave me the other day, he came up with some, what was that song from? <laughs> you're a nag, you're Down a nag. on my knees, so we did. Uh, down, yeah. well, down what on about my the knee. song, you're a nag, and I've heard that one before. You're a oh, nag, you're a nag. Yeah, what that was that other one? That oh, Jeff was listening. The Sam Cooke song. The Sam Cooke song. Um, 
What was that? Oh, Chris? Steal Away, yeah. That was nice. Steal From away. 1960. So, yep. you never oh. know what Chris is going to come up with or anybody's going to come up with these. Right, well, the um, conversation led to them. I wasn't saying, when I get on today, we're going to have, we're going to play these songs. I had no clue. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, by the way. Yeah, one right. to three. Well, Monday, Monday lunch bunch with uh, Bill and Perry and friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like... Boy, a, we, have a lot of, we have a lot of fun on that show, don't we, Bill? Oh, we do. It's right. a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of yep. like it was at the record that time was doing that event. and <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like that. It really should have Bernie there, but... <laughs> Just <yeah>. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bernie. You guys, have a great week. All right. This week All in right. our featured station segment, we're continuing our trip through North Carolina, this time to Hickory, North Carolina, and we're going to listen to a radio station that emulates the sound of radio station WAYS-AM. The station is WAIZ-AM. They transmit on a frequency of 630 with an FM translator, and they play oldies. And they play oldies that most radio stations don't play anymore. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WAIZ-AM from Hickory, North Carolina, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Today will approach the 90-degree mark. A few clouds will build up, and there also will be a slight chance for a shower thunderstorm developing and an overnight dry with a partly cloudy sky. Light winds at a low hovering near 70 degrees. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sunshine. Once again, a slight chance for an afternoon thunderstorm developing. The high tomorrow near 89. As rain chances increase on Friday, it will get a little bit cooler with scattered thunderstorms in the forecast during the afternoon hours and a high temperature in the mid-80s. That's your Hickory Metro weather from the Weather Channel. I'm Jeff Marr on Oldies Radio for the Hickory Metro. Come on into the Penn Station Bowling Center. 
Look over our beautiful bowling center. Oh, you don't have to count the lanes, I'll tell you. There's 50 lanes here at Penn Station. And with 50 lanes, there's a lane for everyone. Over there's a family that comes here every week at this time. It's their family time together. And on lanes 20 through 30, we have some of our league bowlers having fun right now. Yep, 50 lanes of bowling fun here at Penn Station. And there's more. In this room, we have our authentic wooden carousel. It's an original, and it's just great for the kids, especially during a birthday party. And here's our video game room. And there's even more. There's rooms for parties, meetings, and family get-togethers. We're at Pin Station Bowling Center off Highway 321 Business in Newton. Yeah, strike! The swing is to big ways, and everybody knows it. In the misty moonlight By the flickering Special hour of real oldies on 63 Big Ways, 105.9 FM. And these great oldies that make you feel good brought to you by Penn Station Bowling Center and Miniature Golf. Remember, they're open and you'll have fun with the whole family when you go to Penn Station Bowling Center and Miniature Golf. Where are you, little star? Where? Partly cloudy through this afternoon, and there may be an isolated shower thunderstorm developing as the high temperature heats up to 90 degrees. Overnight light winds with a partly cloudy sky and a low dropping down to 70. Just a slightly cooler day tomorrow, 89 the eventual high under a partly cloudy sky. And once again, there will be a slight chance for an afternoon shower thunderstorm developing. That chance of rain will increase heading into Friday with some scattered showers and thunderstorms moving in as the high temperature reaches the mid-80s. That's your Hickory Metro weather from the Weather Channel. I'm Jeff Marr on Oldies Radio for the Hickory Metro. 
Okay, got the latest from our Weather Channel team on what's going on outside, inside the Penn Station Bowling Center Miniature Golf. We know what goes on. Fun, the snack bar. It's all happening right now. Penn Station Bowling Center and Miniature Golf in Newton. Radio station WAIZ AM in Hickory, North Carolina. And yes, they play oldies that you just don't hear anymore on those classic hits radio stations around today. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. Or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about that as well. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.